Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. The music of I Want Your Number by Patent Leather with Lounge Renown Records. And before we go any further, we must bring on the illustrious Mr. J. Logan. Mr. Logan, good afternoon. How are you? I'm having so much fun on this 4th of July weekend. Boy, we're out here in California and we're going to see some fireworks out here. It's wonderful uh, being out here. I'm doing great, Gail. Well, don't rub it in because we're expecting a storm, okay? <laughs> oh, no. Does that, does, does, does that mean the New York area won't have any fireworks or that you got to wait for lightning and thunder? What, is that kind of different than California? What are you guys going to do out there? Uh, well, it's in the rain. I'll be celebrating, but I'll be celebrating from home watching TV. Well, we, you know, we have to celebrate, you know, the, the forefathers. They built this beautiful country of America where it's the land of the free. We have to celebrate this wonderful, beautiful country, the United States, that we have here and this beautiful culture and the melting pot. The melting pot of the whole world is right here in this, in this country. And it's just wonderful to be blessed to be American and uh, be able to share being free because of the rest of the world, it's a little different. But, you know, hey, just we'll bring it on. Bring on the 4th of July, Gail. I'm ready to go. I am really ready to go myself, Jay. It is wonderful being an American, and it is wonderful to be free. Because as you said, in other parts of the world, they don't have it that easy. You know what I mean? They really don't. And I'm really grateful that I can live in a country where you and I can be on the radio speaking. Okay? Yay! And we can talk about the amazing things that are happening. And even not the not-so-amazing things. That's yeah. really what's cool. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, that's really what's cool, because think about it. We can talk about how to come up with solutions, like for education. We can talk about the latest music, you know. You know, if you're a rocker and you want to be in a rock group and you want to bang your head up against the wall and sing, you can do that. If you're in another country and you bang your head up against the wall and you try and sing, they might take you to the loony event. So, oh, this is a, this is a wonderful country, and I think... Speaking of music, we're going to be knocking ourselves against the head with the latest news at Google. Wow, yes, you know, that's amazing what Google has done. Um, I think it's an answer to what Apple has done with Beats, with their streaming service. Uh, Google's taking a punch back. Uh, uh, I guess they're fighting back because uh, they don't want to spend $3 billion. They decided to spend... $39 million, which is a drop in the bucket, and it's rumored, and they're trying to acquire, and I think they are going to acquire Songza. Uh, Songza is, a, is the latest streaming music acquisition that, that brings contextual playlists to Google 
play into YouTube alike. So I have the Salsa app, you know, I've had it for a while. I really love this application because it's kind of like they have these different choices. Like if you feel like being on the beach or if you feel like swimming or you feel like you got a headache, you tap on it, it'll give you headache music. Uh, I feel like um, relaxing. You tap on it, and they give you all these songs for relax, relaxation. Um, if you feel like eating, they got songs for that. If you feel like swimming, you can. So you make your own playlist, opposed to like Spotify and all these other places. Um, Pandora, they play what they want to play for you. Well, this is doing songs that came out with this great playlist idea. It was unheard of. They were the first um, streaming service to uh, do this personal playlist where you can just, you know, anything you like, like if you like uh, Beyonce or Jay-Z, it will give you all these different songs that has to do with them, but you get you get the right to make your playlist, and you can listen to what you like to listen to. So that's what I like about, you know, if you're drinking coffee, they got coffee music. If you're working out, they give you stuff that's, you know, you, you work on this kind of contextual playlist where you can just, if you're taking a shower, if you're exercising. Um, it's you know, and it's, if they give it to you per day. It's Monday morning, and they give you a playlist to wake up happy. Anything, it's a great thing. And I think I think the acquisition um, that Google is getting ready to do is really going to help um, their other services because they already you know they already have YouTube that's going to have a streaming a service, and they have Google Play. This just makes uh, it makes the battle of who's going to control this industry, the streaming industry, which is very important for these big major companies because. They will then control the music industry pretty much, and so they're fighting over who's going to be in control, who's going to have uh, most of the listeners, because uh, music is very powerful and it does get people to uh, come to your website and, and do things and look at some of the advertisements, and it keeps people interested. Digital media is very important. Well, you know, Jay, I just have one question. You know, we talk about the streaming services, but, you know, here I come being bad cop, good cop. How does this affect the artists, though, and the producers, the people who make the music? What are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, it, it, it really affects us because the rates aren't fair because people now aren't actually buying. They're not buying the music. They're kind of like renting it, you know, so you get a little bit like – uh, for instance, at the moment, Google Play for to access uh, the calls is nine ninety nine a month. What is nine ninety nine a month <laughs> going to do for some of us songwriters and publishers and producers? When people used to buy a whole CD for nine ninety nine a day, and you got people buying it per day, and it's kind of it, it really it really has shrunken our pockets. As being a, a musician, a producer, and a songwriter, we're getting much less than we were in the older days where royalties were fair and they didn't have all these streaming services. And it's just really, really hard. So now you have to work 10 times as hard. Instead of making one big hit record, you've got to make 30. Uh, it's really not, it's, 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 it's not as fun as, uh, as it used to be. I mean, you got Spotify and Deezer and all these other companies out there. But I guess if you get enough of these streaming companies doing your music and streaming your music, maybe it might add up. And hopefully, you know, radio and all these other streaming services and, you know, Apple now owns beat music, as we know. Maybe um, all of them together um, might, you know, make a pile of beans. 
It's just really rough. It's really rough for songwriters. It's almost like now being a musician is more turning into a hobby, and uh, it's not being respected as it used to be, and it should be. It should be respected because it's a lot of work, you know, people listening to those songs on their iPods, and they don't know the hours and hours and hours of time that producers and engineers and, 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 and even the record company people that the money that's being spent to put in those songs just to get them free or paying a half a cent for them to listen to them, it's not fair to the rest of the industry. So hopefully in time um, the rates will go up and all of these companies, songs, uh, Google Play Music, Beats, Apple, iTunes will get together and try to work together as a, you know, have some kind of summit where they can work together with, with some of the producers and we can kind of talk to them. Hey, you know, we're down here. You know, we made the music. Uh, could you give us a piece of the pie? You know, because we deserve it. Because we've been doing this. If it wasn't for us, you guys wouldn't have nothing to stream. So, I hope that Spotify and Deezer, Radio, and all these services and Beach Music, we can all get together. Just, I guess they have to fight it out first. Once they get it together, then we'll go up there and we'll try to have coffee and tea, have tea time with them, and try to work something out. Well, that's the thing. I think you know here. You know, often when you know, you or I at conferences, I speak about the fact that, you know, without the artist, there is no music. You know what I mean? Just like without them, there just is nothing, you know? And I think we forget that sometimes. We really, really forget that. And that's one of the important things that we have to remember. Without, I mean, real literally, where would we be or where, you know, it wouldn't even exist. And we, and we fail to forget that. Or fail to remember, excuse me. We really do. And um, I think it's time we look at, like, from the artist's point of view, from the producer's point of view, you know, like what you said, Jay. So people don't realize, you know, let's talk about the process for a minute. Here, Google, Pandora, and all of them, at least Pandora, a lot of people were against Pandora, but Pandora came out and said something that was true for them. Whether you or I agree with it doesn't really matter. At least they were honest, and they said what a lot of people didn't want to hear, but they stood behind what they had to do, even to the point of court costs, uh, court things. Um, another company similar but that deals in television was Aereo. Uh, they had uh, television in the cloud. A lot of people hadn't heard about it, but a lot of people were paying into it. Aereo recently lost the um, Supreme Court decision. And, you know, the Supreme Court decision is really coming in a lot with a lot of things, and we need to look at that because I do understand the Supreme Court's decision because they want to leave it where people, no one person is monopolizing the market and it's free market value for people to be able to, um, you know, to be able to compete with one another in a healthy way. At least that's how I would like to see it, and, and, and that's what I'm looking at the decision as. But in terms of the music industry, it's hard to see that, you know, Jay, in a fair market way. You know what I mean? Because when you make a record, a lot of artists, first of all, a lot of artists think, oh, I'm going to make a lot of money. That is not how it goes. The record label has to take their share. The artist gets their share. The producer gets their share. The engineer who helped to mix the record gets their share. The, master, the person who masters, they usually just get paid, but they still have to get their share. You know, it's, it's not as easily as everyone thinks it is. And then any money that's uh, made, the artist has to give that money back. 
and they fail to understand that. So that, that for me, is a real concern. Like, you know, artists, I, when I go to conferences, oh, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. Oh, yes, yeah, streaming is this and, you know, the record label. Well, we're giving them this and we're giving them that and certain types of artists being looked at. And the smartest woman I've ever heard talk about this was at the New Music Seminar with our former guest, Jay, Tommy Silverman. Um, she said, she was from Ireland, she said that sometimes she has to get away from the music that she thinks is best out there and put the art, you know, put an artist that is going to work and connect with the public better. Well, that's great. It brings us all the way back to what you were just talking about, the streaming services. Record labels put them out there. There's a process of making the song. There's a process of all of that. But at the end of the day, you don't have the artist, you don't have the producer, you don't have the writer. You have nothing. So how do we compensate those parties and at the same time let the machine do what it does, meaning the record labels, the streaming services? Because everyone has to get paid, and everyone has to be paid in order to sustain themselves to do the job they do. But we have to look at the value that we're bringing to the table and not confuse the public. What do you think about that, Jay? Well, yes, it's, it's, it's uh, definitely an uh, issue there. Um, it's, it's, it's tough. It's, it, I mean, it's real tough, Gil. Um, streaming music is a tough business, to say the least. You know, um, Companies like Spotify, they pay out, I think, around, and I'll just get to make 70% of their revenue in royalties. And then they spend the rest, and it's, you know, in, in running their other services, you know, expanding you know, globally and other costs involved in, in this modern digital business. So even for our streaming company, it's, it's not just rough on, the, on us, but it's rough for them to maintain when they don't have any hardware products. You know, you're just, they're just selling air. You know, you just listen to the radio. So you're actually paying to listen to the radio on your digital uh, device. It's very, very difficult. It's very difficult when, you know, iTunes actually sells, sells the actual hard software song where you can download, where Spotify and these other streaming, they're just selling air and you're just listening. So now what right. that means is these, 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 uh, these big companies that stream music, they're going to have to get into an appeal to more main, a more mainstream audience. They're going to have to take on, take on the Apple and, and Google and all them. And it's very hard. Um, they're going to have to move beyond the music. I mean, they're going to have to start doing TV, kind of like Netflix, streaming videos, films, and they're going to have to move uh, beyond that to make ends meet because it's, it's, just, it's just rough. And that, see, w see, being a musician, we, we're suffering because the state, because people don't want to, I think people don't understand that you have to invest in entertainment before you get quality entertainment. And if you stop investing, it's just all it is is a recycle of things that was. And, and those people who paid their dues and worked, they all deserve their royalties. I don't think that we should cut royalties. At, for the sake of people being, being able to listen to music and enjoy music, we shouldn't have to cut royalties down for the musicians that really work hard. You know, I, I'm talking about Ray Charles. I'm talking about um, all these great, great pioneers that wrote these songs, uh, a lot of them, you know, are suffering because the music industry, the state of the music industry, and the rates are cut. So it's very, very, it's very, very tough to say who's right. I don't think Apple and Spotify and all these companies are doing this on purpose. It's just very, very difficult. It's very tough to stream music 
and for you know to make money even that mm-hmm. exactly but they're not doing it on purpose Jay I agree with you they're not like we said like you know like you and I are just saying the streaming companies like I just said the record labels have to make their money each person has to get a cut. What we have to do is, as you said, is determine the value. You know, Ray Charles, I worked with Sheila Ray Charles, the daughter of Ray Charles. And I can say, I, I can always say this. He did his best to leave what he could to provide for his family, okay? And he did his best to be smart during his career. Everyone knows during his career, he asked for his master's. Elton John asked for his master's. Barry White asked for his masters. <laughs> these these singers were smart enough to do that, and but they were already established that they could. For new up and coming singers, it's very hard. You know, it's a it's a very hard thing. You know, and. Um, I don't know. It's, it's just something. It's just hard. You know, it's just hard. That's all I can say. You know. Um, what's, what's, go, go ahead, Jay. Yeah, well, I, I was saying, you know, when you got the two big majors, we know Google, their pockets are deep. We know Apple, their pockets are deep. The other companies, Pandora and Songza and these other companies, they can't compete. Um, they can't compete with you know when you're you know I mean you can look at right now you can you can you can look at Spotify where do they get their their money their capital they, it's from investment investors so they're not really I don't think they're really making a lot of money but they, the investors are constantly pouring money into it and I think eventually once they get it together you know Spotify and all these companies will be okay but right now. Um, you know, they, you know, with Google and Apple and YouTube, YouTube has a uh, you know pretty much free streaming music anyway, and a lot of this stuff is free. So people aren't actually going to these uh, uh, Spotify and these other companies. Uh, really, the subscribers are not as they should be, and um, it's very difficult, you know. And, and if the world, if, if the streaming music world, it turns into uh, a flurry where everybody wants to be on. Uh, and exclusive deals with Spotify, what they could do, Spotify could do, is do like how Apple does. And Apple's making deals with uh, Beyonce and Black Keys and Coldplay. And these albums are exclusively on iTunes. They're not on Spotify. But the problem is, Liza, and one thing though, though they're making these direct deals, again, they're in the position to make those deals. They've already generated. Listen, we're about to talk to Beyonce, about Beyonce coming up. And, and honestly, just to give you an idea, between July 1st and June 1st, it's expected that she made 11, I'm sorry, between uh, June 1st, 2013 and June 1st, 2014, the woman has made $115 million. Jeez, I, I, that's amazing, you know. Because I just, I just know that she's coming out here, and I know front row tickets here are seven hundred dollars a piece to sit in the front row. So I won't be going. I just want to let you know now. <laughs> but that's like that. 
you know, they're, they're, they're making a lot of money. And, uh, and, and, and what happens is the record companies with these 360 deals, they're now enjoying ticket sales money from ticket sales also. So Beyonce's right. not giving any of her records, her ticket sales to her record label. That I'm guaranteeing you. Yes, well, you know, certain artists can get out of that. <laughs> exactly, and that's, that's the point that I'm making. A new artist, come on, Jay, just think about it. You were telling me about a new artist today that you just signed. Artists today, it, unless they have been already out there like a Beyonce, okay, uh, who else can we think of? Nicki Minaj, Katy Perry, Adele. They, you know, I just saw this guy, Alcina. I forgot his name, Anthony Alcina or something like that. I'm like, okay, Really? Iggy Azalea, I could get, I can get with Ariana Grande, I can get with Gabby, the one you worked with. I can get with all these artists, okay? But something Alcina, and I'm listening to his music. No, no offense to you, Mr. Alcina. I know you sold a lot, but sorry, I'm not feeling your music. I'm not even feeling like you can sing. I know, Jay. I shouldn't say that, but uh, the whole. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, you, you, you. You, no, you're correct. I'll give you, I, it's like when, 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 you are, when you're already established and you're branded out there, you, you have a better opportunity. Opposed, there's a lot of good artists that don't have that opportunity. No, who knows you? So if, if nobody doesn't know you and you don't have that opportunity, it doesn't matter because it costs millions and millions of dollars to brand an artist. I mean, I can say, I can go back to when, uh, let's take Bobby Brown, for instance. I was working on MCA Records. They spent a half a million dollars on this campaign. Well, the cost of living now has went up. That was, you know, quite a ways back. And now that same half million dollars is $5 million. Who, I mean, (laughs) who's going to throw away $5 million to brand somebody? Well, Coca-Cola will. Apple will. Because they can can send money out. But these other artists, they're just left in the desert, and they don't have any ways to turn. It's really, really, it's really been a changing of guard. And they have these, now that they have these streaming digital services, um, where do they get their royalties at? How do you exist? How can you just say, how can you grow up and say, I want to go to school and I want to major in music. And you, you only can be a music teacher. You can't be an artist no more because it's not cost effective. Where, you know, so all of, what we have to do, we all have to have a summit. All of the songwriters and producers and the musicians need to sit down with the major, Apple and Google, first start with them and these other streaming companies, and we need to work out some type of deal where everybody's happy. Because even 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 those one, those streaming companies are gonna they're gonna go down too. I, I I would predict you got Netflix, they're they're under the gun too. Eventually it's just gonna be Apple and Google. Yeah. Well I'm I'm gonna tell you something, you know, moving on to this you know, moving up the ladder with music, uh Bell Hooks, a famous African American um, author called Beyonce a terrorist. Okay, now wow. I'm reading the, I'm reading this by way of now this came out some time ago in May, but then today um, the New York Times chose to do a opt-ed piece. Okay, where it's one of their opinion pages where they said Beyonce genius or terrorist. Now they're saying she's a terrorist. Uh, you know. <laughs> And I'm going to tell you why she's referred. I'm going to read this from the op-ed piece. 
She says this. She says, Belichick said at the a panel discussion by the New School in New York, she said, Belichick's controversy referred to Beyonce as a terrorist. In terms of the impact she has on, you, on young girls and the manner in which she represents African Americans, she took particular umbrage with the outfit the singer was styled in for the time cover. Let's take the image of the super rich, very powerful black female, and let's use it in service of the of imperialist, white supremacist, capitalist patri- uh, patriarchy, she said, because she probably had very little control over that, co- that cover, that image. Now, on the other hand, a woman who is a transgender activist and former editor of People also on the panel disagreed. I would argue, having worked in magazines, that she has the final cut approval. That's the truth. Beyonce's not letting anything go out unless she knows. And she chose this image. And so I don't want to to strip Beyonce of that agency of choosing this image of being her own manager. So you're saying that she colludes, Ms. Hooker, by You're saying from my deconstructive point of view, that she is colluding in the construction of herself as a slave. Oh, Jesus, here we go. Now, this is where I go. Whatever the case is, you know, we've got to, okay, we're not even going to go there, Jay. We're just going to say this. <laughs> okay, we can't even get into that. We'll leave that one alone. Here's the point. Beyonce, okay. doesn't, let anything, Beyonce doesn't let anything go out that she doesn't have control over. And I have to say this. She keeps reinventing herself. One of the things that this op-ed piece says that she's done very well with actually her teen business savvy. She, she connects with her fans. She continues to reinvent herself. She's the first one that I know of that came out with her whole album with the videos already done and coming out on iTunes. Hello. She's done very, very, very well. That's the one thing that we have to look at now. Wait a minute. You know I'm not finished, Jay. Um, <laughs> I would love to get your opinion on this because here's the thing. She is a woman. She is a mother. Do I always think that she should bring, be having sex on the stage? No. But what she is showing is she's doing it with her husband. That's one. Number two, I think she's trying to send a statement that we as women because I don't believe in equality. I believe in partnership. The moment we get into equality, we ignite a fight. It's not about a fight. It's about connecting that if Jay Logan is a producer and Gail Davis is a producer, why can't I get the same amount of money that he does? We're just talented in two different ways, okay? And our talent is going to be based on someone else's opinion. But if Coca-Cola hires both of us and we have the same years experience, we have the same amount of time we've been around. We have the same background of education around it. I should be able to get paid as same as Jay. Would you disagree on that, Jay? Yeah. And we have to save everything. Why, if they hire both of us, can I? Ha- okay, so that's the only thing I can agree on. But in terms of equality and women are running the world and men have ran it too long. No, 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 no. We've got to do it together. And with also what we have to say about Beyonce, Beyonce and Jay-Z are doing it together. They are showing that they are on equal levels, they are in partnership with each other, and they have a child. Okay? Cheryl Sandberg, she is a mother at home, although she has a nanny, and her husband in partnership. Cheryl Sandler from Facebook, 
okay? You know, we can go on. Women, Michelle Sandberg is a feminist. She's saying that Beyonce is an anti-feminist. No, I'm sorry. I don't want to be a feminist either. I'm not here to drag men down. How do we uplift the men? Because men are starting to get actually a little resentful. As, when you start saying, oh, Quality, I'm going to fight you, and you've been running the world too much, that's not really going to get a welcome, like, hey, come right on in. We're ready to work together. No. You, we have to work together as man and woman, girls and boys. Stop telling the girls, oh, they're not giving you enough coding, you know, like in school. You're not getting enough technology experience. We've been giving it all to the boys too long. No. Have a class with the girls and the boys where they share with each other. Hello? <laughs> Stop telling that there's not enough female producers out there. Just give them the opportunity so that we all work together. Stop saying, oh, it's the girls versus the boys, and we need to have these separate groups. And women, oh, please, if you're going to come together in sisterhood, then be in sisterhood, not against men. And if you're going to come together, then let's come together in a way that's positive. You, you get what I'm saying, Jay? Right. I understand. I understand that. I think, I think that uh, Beyonce has the right to define herself as she depicts herself, as she chooses. I think everybody has the right to and, – and, and, and then the definition of terrorist is so, uh, is so broad, you know. Uh, she's a terrorist. And she's not – I mean, she's not uh, blowing up buildings. And, I, mean, I mean, it's kind of ridiculous, kind of. Um, you still have the right to choose whether you want to watch Beyonce or not. So it's, it's very, you know, I guess they don't like her alter ego, Sasha Fierce. They don't like the, the alter ego that she has. But, you know, hey, the world is, 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 is uh, you know, she's grown up and she's a grown person's uh, icon. She's not the little well, Beyonce the that we, we knew. And here's the thing. I will say that why are we picking on her? Because there is the Lady Gaga, and before Beyonce and Lady Gaga was Madonna. Let's not right. forget Madonna. Madonna had several alter egos. And wait a minute, Patti LaBelle. Oh, yeah, okay. I forget. We go back. <laughs> wait a minute, let's right. go all the way back. <laughs> Lena Horne. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right. Okay. I mean, all of these women, I mean, really? I mean, really. We had Gloria Steinem. Gloria Steinem was the first, she brought feminism to us. But Gloria Steinem stood for feminine, as far as I understand, so I could be incorrect. But if you remember back in the day, Gloria Steinem stood for women having equal rights in the way that I'm speaking, just equal pay, being respected for being a woman and not behind the, you know, the stove and barefoot and pregnant. She didn't fight for us right. to, fight men, to, to fight men away. She wanted to have collaboration with men, but those were back in the days when men wouldn't even see it that way. And I will say this, as being a woman, I've worked with as a all-men thing, and sometimes men think a woman is a nag. Oh, here she comes to nag us. Oh, and here's the best one. Well, if Hillary Clinton becomes president or any woman becomes president, excuse my expression on the air, we have to worry about that time of the month for her. I heard one guy say if a woman became president, she might press the red button during that time of the month. <laughs> so you know, we do have we do have stuff like that, but you don't have to fight people. You understand what I'm saying? The young women, where this is what I want to say to older women. Go ahead, Jay. 
why why are they picking on just Beyonce? Why do they say um, they got Miley Cyrus? She's doing. I mean, these, they, if they want to declare themselves as feminists, I don't. You know, I mean, I, I think that um, women need. No, I think they need to make the same amount. They need to make the same amount as men. The average working woman earns like seventy seventy percent of what the average working man makes. Um, you know, I was going to, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Jay, but here's the thing. Obama has made it legal now for women to be paid the same amount. So I don't, you know, and that's the thing, just what you're saying, 70% behind, but there's no reason for that. Please, please go on, sir. Yeah, so, so I'm, I'm saying basically, you know, it's an attack on her, but then it, like you said, they're not looking at Miley Cyrus, uh, Joan Collins, any of these other you know why they're not looking at Miley Cyrus, Jay? Think about it. Why? Lindsay, Lo- Lindsay, why? Lohan, Lindsay Lohan is taking that position. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lindsay's always in the news, so I think she takes the position away from everybody. <laughs> All right. See? And I think, I think, I think Beyonce has done a great job. She's just, she just separated herself from being Beyonce for a minute. You know, and I, I even look at even Jennifer Hudson. She's, she, she calls herself now J-Hud. That's a different Jennifer Hudson than the nice apple pie Jennifer Hudson that we had before. So it, it's a new, you know, they, they, when do you let these artists grow up and be women? When do we let these kids grow up and to become something else? I, I mean, your, your, your six-year-old child shouldn't be watching Beyonce, <laughs> you, know? You, you know? I mean, we grew up with Beyonce, and we saw her as a kid, and we grew up with that. And we, look, look Eminem's, Eminem's daughter just graduated from college. So that tells you where we're at right now. So, Eminem, you know. Eminem's daughter just graduated from college. Wow. Yeah, Eminem's daughter, she just graduated from college. So that's, that, that, that's how long Beyonce's been around. And now it's time to let these artists grow up and let them become the Lola Falanas and, the, and, you know, let them be the, the Donna Rosses and let them do their thing. And you get your kids to watch Disney Channel. But you know what's really interesting, what's really scary, is that when you think about Eminem is still rapping and his daughter's in college, we better not tell the public that, okay? Forget the charge, okay? Okay? Because now the guys may not want to listen to Eminem that his daughter's graduating. like, who's the old man rapping? But look at T.I. T.I.'s got grown kids. Jay-Z is, we won't talk, sorry, Jay, we didn't mean to talk about your age. Um, I mean, little Wayne, did you see his daughter came up on stage? Little Wayne looks like he's two years old. <laughs> right. Little Wayne looks like he's two years old. I mean, really, when his daughter was on stage, I'm like, okay, is that his girlfriend or is that his daughter? It's unreal. We, so we have to let our artists... We have to let our entertainers mature and grow and not hold them to this. We can't keep holding them to just be responsible for the youth of America because they're grown folks. They're adults. So let well, them be adults. Is, exactly. And, and then the other thing, Jay, is too, I mean, we have to remember, I think the thing is we, we hold people to, to a, Yes, they have to be mentors and role models, but we hold people to such a high esteem that they must almost be perfectionists. I agree that it's inappropriate for children to see certain things, but we hold them to such a high esteem that we forget they're human beings. These are actually human beings. 
So they make mistakes. And I think when we say to our youth, here is your mentor, here is your role model, but also know he or she may, may make a mistake, you know. That is really like, wow. You know, it's a wow factor when you think about it. And it's, it's not it's not it's not if they'll make a mistake, it's when. Because you're human, like you said. They are going to make a mistake. <laughs> I mean, Pee Wee Herman, you know, you're going to make a mistake, you know. So um, it's just you're human, like you said, Gail. And I, 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 I totally agree with that. And you have to allow them to make mistakes and allow them to correct their mistakes. But for oh, calling them a terrorist. But for calling them a terrorist. Yeah, so, uh, calling them a terrorist and defining what a terrorist is. I mean, I, I remember when terrorism came out, they said jaywalking was terrorism. So that means if I walk across the street, I'm doing a terrorist act. You know, so, so you got that, that, that definition of terrorism, uh, it needs to be, you know, we need to really, really look at that. what that means. You know, does that mean that if you put a, a terrorist image out there, you're a terrorism, you're a terrorist? I don't know if that really means that. You know what I'm saying? In some cases, it is. But in, in, in this case, I don't think Beyonce is a terrorist. I'm not afraid of her anyway, by the way, Gil. I'll take her okay. off. I, th- I think I'll take her <laughs> off. The only thing that might happen. Now, I, I, I have to let our folks know there's a few dumb, law, a few dumb laws that we have out for uh, the 4th of July by way of Mashable. So these are 19 insane local laws that can ruin your 4th of July. Are you ready, Jay? I'm okay. ready. Okay. Statewide, it is illegal to keep an ice cream cone in your back pocket. If your hands are already carrying hot dogs, burgers, and other, um, other things, okay, you'll have to hold off on dessert. Um, you cut off all your constitutional rights because you have your hands full of ice cream. Alabama, this is in Alabama, not lying. You cannot possess confetti. Don't try to create your own flame-free fireworks <laughs> to fill with that. Okay? Here it is in Tennessee. Are we ready? You cannot dare a child to purchase beer. The dare probably wouldn't have walked away, so don't even bother. A bell buckle. Throwing bottles at trees is strictly prohibited. Freedom of expression doesn't extend to littering. It also extends to the trees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot possess beer in quantities larger than two liters unless you're a retailer. That means you can only do take stands illuminated by fireworks in 49 states. North Carolina, if you're holding any illegal substances, you can actually be taxed for them. Can you? Oh, this is funny. So if you're holding a beer, you can be taxed for it in North Carolina. Mississippi, cursing in public is punishable by a $100 fine. Don't you dare take George Washington's name in vain either. Okay. Okay. Rhode Island. It's illegal to take alcoholic beverages onto town-owned property without permission from the town council. So here's the thing, Jay. If I want to have a beer, I've got to go to the town council first. Washington State is legal to destroy any cask or barrels of drinks. If you're going to start a new temperance movement on the 4th, don't do it here. If you're, if you're celebrating in a public park, don't poison or drug any birds while you're there. It's illegal and, honestly, pretty messed up. God, this is hilarious. Colorado, they're not allowed to keep a couch on your porch. So if you're planning to lounge while watching fireworks from your home, you're going to have to get creative. Oh, this is ridiculous. Portland, it's illegal to drive through a traffic thoroughfare more than twice at night 
So if you're scouting out great places to catch a fireworks or fun late night celebrations, be efficient and decisive. So what they're saying, Jay, is if you go to Oregon, you cannot pass through the same street twice in one evening. Now that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Here's another one. Galveston. If you're celebrating in Galveston, you better keep yourself together. You can get fined for both making obscene gestures at special events and sitting on a sidewalk. Be an upright citizen, both figuratively and literally. So if a child, they just showed a child sitting on the sidewalk, child would get fined. There is an, in Ohio, there's an actual law protecting you from being arrested on the 4th of July as long as it's not in the case of treason, felony, or breach of the peace. Take that as you will, but we at Mashable do not endorse, do not support any criminal behavior. Be a good American. Nevada, don't lie down on the sidewalk in Reno or you'll get in trouble. <laughs> at, least okay. down, at least you can sit down, though, unlike in Galvin, Texas, if you sit on the sidewalk, you get fined. Now, here we are, California. Sadly, you're not even allowed to have fireworks in this town, let alone set them off in a little town called Norco. Oh, oh. Oklahoma, baseball may be America's all but dying pastime, but it's strictly prohibited from being played in the city streets. You're out of luck in Oklahoma. Okay? Hmm. Exactly. And in yeah, Wisconsin, that, that. illegal to throw things at people in parades. Um, so according to the state's tourism board, don't mess it up. Don't throw anything. And that is out of the craziest things, I've, some of the craziest things I've ever heard. You can't sit on the sidewalk? Jesus, during a parade. You can't sit your child on the sidewalk. You get fined. And if you have a beer in your hand at the parade where it's legal to have a beer, a cop can come up and tax you for it. Can you believe that? Isn't that amazing? That's amazing. So, so uh, there it is. So wow. It is a fourth of those July. Are lot, those, those, are lot, those are a lot of rules. I can't have ice cream in my pocket. Yeah, that's kind of cold. My <laughs> <laughs> ice cream cone, Jay. Because if you do, you will actually get fined. Isn't that amazing? So, Jay, right, any last amazing. things you want to say? Uh, before we leave, well, I just like I just like to say in 1779, when the Fourth of July fell on a Sunday, um, somebody somebody decided it should be celebrated on the fifth. <laughs> I mean, how do you do that? So that's some trivia I wanted to um, <laughs> to say because you can't really change. Yeah, because if it falls on if it falls on a Sunday, how do you celebrate? You go to church. You know, and I go to church, and you go to church. So what did you do? <laughs> I have an idea. <laughs> let you the do? fireworks take you away. Yeah, so the, you know, let them go off and let the fireworks just take us away into the sky. I'm actually being silly right now. So, you know, we just want to thank you, our audience for listening to us today. This was our once every uh, uh, quarter listen, give sound bites, and I think Jay and I really got into the music industry side of it because it's something that is close to our hearts something we're a part of, something we love with uh, youth and older people. And so thank you for being with Listen Give. And we just want to let you guys know we've got some really cool stuff coming up. We know we've been telling you that for a while, but you've been seeing some of it over the past few weeks. So, Jay, as always, it's great to be on the, on, on here with you. So look forward and uh, so have an amazing cool. 4th of July. 
Fourth of July cake. Here we go. Happy Fourth. <laughs> Happy Fourth, everyone. <laughs> With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.